welcome back to the black tv shows podcast i am your host miriam temeskin and i am back i feel like it's been a week um i think i think it's a week but uh yeah i've been <laughs> i've been inconsistent with the uh, posting these uh, episodes it's uh, been a crazy summer for me in terms of work um i finally finished the tv show that i was working on um and to my surprise uh they they showed us um uh, like a i don't know what you call it like for a movie it's a trailer but they gave us like they gave us like a tv trailer and it looks good i can't wait to tell you what the name of the uh, tv show is until but it doesn't come out until next year so i can't really say much about it but it looks good um so i just finished that and <laughs> there's a i have had a few offers to work on other shows and i kind of turned them down because i need my time to rest uh, it's been a lot. It's it, I, this is the longest time I've been on set uh, at at one period of time, three months, um, and you know sometimes working seventy to eighty hours a week. It's it's a lot. So uh, I've taken the week to just relax, get myself together, try to get all the hours that I lost of sleep. Um, so I have made the decision and. I'm sad I gotta say this. Um, I will still be publishing up episodes, but they're not gonna be as consistent as two a week or even, I don't know. We'll, I, I'll try to do at least two a month, um, depending on my schedule, um, because even though I'm not working right now, I am at the point where I think it is time for me to start working on my own short films. Um, and it's a lot of, I have to put a lot of energy into it and to do this podcast, it's a lot. Um, it, it, it doesn't seem a lot because, you know, I get to watch my favorite show and then talk about it, but, uh, you know, also, you know, editing it and publishing it. And then when Shawnee's with me, uh, we, we talk forever. Like we don't like there's parts of the podcast that you guys don't listen to. Like we, we talk forever. So it's, it's a lot for me and, um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's sad because like when I started this podcast, I was unemployed. <laughs> it was like, we were just coming out, well, not even coming out of the pan- pandemic. We were probably still in the middle of it, but I was unemployed. I wasn't able to travel. So I decided, let me do something fun. Let me start this podcast. And I thought I would be very consistent, but, um, I work is starting to pile up on me. Um, and uh, to be honest, my work is first priority, uh, and uh, I hope that this podcast can go somewhere far in the near future, but for now, I do want to focus on film and television, and, uh, you know, hopefully start creating my own projects, uh, starting with, uh, you know, a few short films and trying to get those out in the film fe- festival circuits. Um, and then try, I don't know, there's, I have a TV show idea that, um, is similar to, like, Girlfriends in Living Singled, and, um, I really want to get, try to develop it, but I know for myself I can't develop it on my own, uh, I'm not a writer, I've never claimed to be a writer, um, unfortunately, because in short film worlds you have to be the writer sometimes, unless you find a writer, which I have yet to find one, so, I'm on my own on the short film stuff, but, you know, eventually if I network enough, uh, I'll find a great writer to write things for me. So 
Um, that is where I am right now. So as, a, as of today, uh, you will not be getting consistent episodes. They will most likely come out sporadically. Um, and uh, yeah, I just... Yeah, it's just not going to be as many as you're used to. Uh, I'm, I'm very sad to say that. Um, but I thank you to my loyal listeners. Uh, I love you all. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep this going. Um, another thing that I'm excited about, uh, for those that are in America, I don't know uh, what the case is here in Canada because I don't have um, the Canadian alternative to HBO Max, which I think... If I'm not mistaken, is Crave, but I'm not sure it, to be exact. But uh, for HBO Max, uh, they added Living Single, uh, which is Shawnee's favorite, like favorite show of all time. And um, I even when I saw it, I was I, I literally was at work at two in the morning and I saw this on HBO Max because I, I guess I was bored. It was I think it was the last day of work and I was just bored. So I was like, let me see what's on HBO Max. And then it popped up on my HBO Max and I saw it. And so I like sent her a photo of it. And she's like, yeah, I know. Now I don't need to watch on Hulu with ads. I was like, yes. Uh, and ever since that day of that I first saw it, I'm already on season two, like episode 20. Like I've, I've, I've binge watched it. Like that's, that's how, uh, what I'm using my spare time with. <laughs> so, uh, and the, my time of recovery is watching Living Single. So it, it's exciting to see that it's there. Um, maybe once we're done, uh, the Cosby show in a different world, we might get onto Living Single because I know Shawnee will love to, uh, probably she, she might end up just talking about Living Single, just her by herself. Like that, that's her show. So, um, I, you know, I, I, I can't wait to talk about that in, like in the near future, but, um, for now, today's episode is the Cosby show season six, episode six, Denise Kendall, uh, I was going to say the babysitter, but it's just like babysitter <laughs> so uh this episode aired october 26 1989 the episode uh or the synopsis for this episode is that denise babysits sandra's twins for one night and soon uh revise her views on childcare. so we ha- we had a lot of um fillers in this episode and starting with the beginning of this episode where olivia wants to help cliff cook and um you know he's like no you don't need to help me and uh, she gets frustrated that, you know, everyone uh, gets to do what they want to do and I don't get to. And she is sick of it. So he makes her uh, shake the um, the salad dressing. Although, like, the way she originally shaked it, it was not good. Like, she did not know how to... It was like none of this, the dressing was mixing together. And so then he, like, puts her on her lap, which now... When we look at it, it doesn't look great, uh, but it makes her shake the bottle by shaking her body herself. And uh, I want to note, you know, know, Bill Cosby always has to represent Philadelphia and he has the Philadelphia Eagles hats. So, uh, you know, he's always repping. And so uh, it is after dinner time and Sandra and Elvin and Theo came over for dinner and they're talking in the living room and you know Theo's happy uh, to eat at home and it's to be honest it's probably his only reason for coming <laughs> uh you know they they say that he can smell the food from the village you know and uh yeah it's just amazing 
you know, he just comes for the food. And so um, Theo goes, uh, says that, you know, he has also go- gone over to Sandra and Alvin's house also uh, just to meet the delivery men that they order food from. Like, he he's desperate for food. I don't know if it's, he just doesn't have enough money. Like, I just, I don't know what the deal is with uh, Theo. Like, why, why is this a recurring thing for him now that he has moved out? I don't know. So... Theo was like, okay, fine. If you guys have this attitude, then maybe I won't come over ever again during dinner time. And they're all happy about it. <laughs> like, they're like, yes, yes. I, I, I would love to clap on this podcast, but I feel like that would hurt your ears. But yes, we're happy, you know? And so, um, you know, Rudy uh, uh, was able to get uh, Winnie and Nelsie, uh, Nelson to sleep by reading a story to them. And um, so Sandra starts talking about how she's tired, you know, taking care of Winnie and Nelson. You know, she has been thrown out of banks, restaurants, bus. You know, there's also people that have pitched in uh, to uh, have them go in a cab instead of on the bus. And, uh, you know, uh, at this moment in time, this is when Denise comes in and Claire mentions that, uh, you know, Sandra's talking about the life of raising twins and how not great it is and Denise was like you know you should be organized you know two babies shouldn't be a problem excuse me you have one and the one that you had what you didn't get when the child was born you got it when the child was able to start talking you know those are two different time period for Sandra and Elvin they're they're dealing with babies that are still learning to well i think they, i guess at this point they, they're able to walk but they're not at the level of being able to talk and all that stuff so um she has no right to say anything honestly um you know she didn't give birth to olivia so she she should have kept her mouth shut right there anyway sandra says uh you know well then if that if you think it's so easy you, you can babysit them tomorrow while they like sandra and elvin go to a movie and denise was like yeah sure I, I will do it. Uh, you know, you can leave for the weekend. You can leave for the month. You can leave for the whole year. And yeah, of course, that was a joke. But it's not going to happen. And so we're now at Sandra and Elvin's apartment. And, uh, you know, uh, we we get there. And uh, and the neighbor named Bob, B.O.B. And the re- you, you'll understand why I say B.O.B. <laughs> um, arrives and he brings over apple cider and something I don't know that I couldn't understand what he was talking about and uh, you know uh, it clearly shows that you know um, Sandra and Elvin spend time with their neighbors specifically B.O.B. Um, and um, you know B.O.B. he is uh, what I would say a pothead it looks like based based on watching this episode but i guess you know sandra and elvin you know they're they're all happy to get to know people and all those the one thing i actually realized during this episode is like you know when denise mentions which i haven't yet to speak about when denise mentions that she's planning to make uh organic dinner and organic meals for them and you know um Sandra and Elvin says no we we use the the processed uh pre-cooked food because it's easier to make I actually didn't think of them like I never thought Sandra and Elvin were that type of people I thought they were the type of people to make organic foods um but I don't know I just I never pictured them like that because 
you know, they were the ones who went to have a, a wilderness store. So you just think that they, you know, they had their unique quirks like having an organic meal or a vegan meal. I don't know if vegan, I don't know if being a vegan back in the day was common, but I just see them that type of people. So it was very weird for me to be like, they're like, yeah, no, it's just easy. And I understand they're, they're probably tired. They're like, we're just going to take the easy road. But it's it's weird to see that the Denise is the one that is is able to be consistent with that stuff but also she also has help from claire at home so like she's able to make that kind of food and um bob leaves and sandra is ready to go out um you know she says uh, she will come back with a positive attitude and so denise and olivia arrives um denise uh you know brings over uh food for them um that is not pre-cooked and pre-processed um, and, uh, as I mentioned, you know, Elvin says that the, the, the canned food is actually just, it's easier to use. Um, and then, um, Denise was like, well, no, I'm not, I'm going to put that aside. I'm going to make an organic meal for them. And we find out that Winnie has uh, allergies to carrots and their feeding time is in 30 minutes. And so Elvin says if they start crying uh, pop in the tape and play uh, children singing a song and uh, Denise is like a videotape you guys actually let an electronic instrument babysit your children and I love how Elvin was like yes and we're proud of it <laughs> he's just like we're so over them we will let and I feel like that like nowadays that's uh, iPads have become the replacement of, uh, you know, videotapes or, you know, cable for children. I've noticed uh, when I go to a lot of place, uh, homes that have children, they have iPads for them to use and to keep them company. And it's a little saddening. Like, I, it's okay when it's like a videotape and or cable. But the fact that they have now access to the whole world just on their fingertips as a young child, that's a little scary, to be honest. But. I am not a mother, so I can't really speak about it. As I said, as what I said earlier, Denise doesn't have the right to speak on uh, Sandra and Elvin's parenting skills because she has not been in their, their boat yet. So I don't have the right to say anything about other people's uh, parenting skills. And so um, they give her the number of where they'll be at, which is the movie theater. Um, and... Uh, uh, Denise was like, I don't, I don't think I will need this thing. It's crazy to think like, you know, nowadays, like if this is, if this episode was today and something did happen and Denise needs to get a hold of them, she would just call their cell phones. Like this would not be an issue. And she would have the cell phone number in her contacts uh, in her app, the app content, uh, con what am I trying to say? The app that's contents. And so like, it's weird to be like, she has to get the number of the movie theater she's, uh, that Sandra and Elvin will be at. And, like, the fact that they're going to call, she's going to call the movie theater, the movie th theater person that op uh, gets the phone has to go in the movie theater to get Sandra out of the movie theater to answer the call. That's, that's crazy. That's a crazy time we lived in. Crazy, crazy. And it's the same thing when I'm watching Living Single currently, where, like, um, one of... Uh, 
I, I don't want to, if you haven't seen Love with Single, this wouldn't make any sense. But anyways, one of the person that uh, the main character wants to uh, call, she does not have his number because he is constantly traveling. So he has to call her, but he hasn't left any numbers for her to call back. So it's a whole situation. I'm like, oh my God, like to not know where um, a person that you care about currently is, you, like crazy times we live. That's all I gotta say. And so, um, so Sandra and Elvin leave. Uh, Denise wants to make dinner, but the twins start crying and Elvin and Sandra run back. And Denise was like, don't worry guys, you can go. And so, uh, we get, we end up getting to see this montage of Winnie crying and Nelson touching dirt, spilling milk, Winnie drawing and Nelson dropping a plant, grabbing the phone, a whole bunch of things. And uh, the, so then after this montage, uh, which by the way, like, like I wonder if like the like the the people that you know are working on set, like literally just let the child just run and like let them do whatever they want. Like the way that the, this was happening, I was like, wow, this is very good acting on their parts as as uh, babies. But like, I went like I wonder how long this this montage would have taken because it's like it was a whole a whole lot of things that were happening like how did uh the boy that plays nelson knew how to push the plant did someone show him like it's it's weird to like i it's it amazes me how um they um when they have babies on set especially if they're an actor not like a background background is is a whole different situation but um an actor it's and the fact that, oh, yeah, and then uh, when he drops, some, well, that part, they, they got someone else to drop it, but they dro- I think she dropped her vase. Like, it's a, it was a whole thing. So it's, it amazed me. Like, I wonder how long it took to film this part. And so then, um, you know, the twins are crying again, and Olivia suggests that it's, um, uh, to play the videotape, and then they'll stop crying. And she's, uh, Denise was like, you're right, we got to get that videotape. So... Uh, they put the videotape and they stop crying. But then the power goes off and it's the whole block. And you know it's the whole block because I know even though this is um, in a studio, you see buildings at the very back of the of what you're seeing where the door is. And so and all the lights turn off too in, in that background. So you know it's the whole neighborhood that the lights turn off and uh, the or the power turned off. And so... Uh, the twins start crying again because the tape isn't running. So then we go into Act Two, and uh, you know uh, we're at the Huxable house, which this is another filler scene. Uh, Rudy is uh, eats a banana and watches Cliff, and ends up touching his hair, and notices that uh, he has gray hair. And um, you know, well, like of course you would because he's uh, getting older. Like that's just a part of life. Uh, like this scene just was so weird to me and the, you know, he also has a gray hair on his hand and on his eyelash and I'll, and he was like, and this is when Vanessa comes in and, uh, Cliff is like, guys, I just, I came here to read. I just need quietness. And they're like, sorry. And then they leave. I was like, what is this? Like, what kind ca- like, this is a weird filler, uh, scene, but whatever. And so, uh, Denise, uh, we're back at the, um, the Thibodeau's residence and, uh, Denise, uh, doesn't know what to do with the twins 
and uh, Aaliyah says, uh, you know, the twins want to stay awake because they're hungry because she knows what the twins are going through because she is close in age with them. Although I feel like when you don't have anything to say, like, how would you remember? Like, I don't have much memory of, um, I think the earliest memory I have of life is when I was four. And that's about it. I don't think I have any memory before four. Um, so for her to have memory of what it felt like to be one is, I don't know how that works. But yeah, so they're, they want to stay up because they're hungry. Um, and so the Denise is like, okay, well, I will, um, you know, tr- we'll give them this process for food. So the power goes back on, and uh, so they're like, okay, we're going to start cooking. And so they, or not they, Denise, I don't know what she was doing. And by the way, at this point, the tape is uh, back on, so the kids are, the twins are quiet. But I don't know what she's doing. She puts the, like, uh, blender on, the microwave on, and um, I don't know what you call it, to the squash the vegetables on, all at the same time. Like, girl... I, I know it wouldn't be her fault for the power turning off because eventually at the end of the episode, we find out that the power keeps turning off for the whole neighborhood. But like do things one at a time when it comes to these machineries. And also with the blender, you're supposed to always put your hand on top of the lid because you never know. It could come up and just spatter the whole area. You just don't want to clean that, you know what I mean? And so... Uh, at this point, uh, the power goes off and we hear the door knocking in a weird way. And uh, we find out it is Bob. Um, and so uh, Denise mentions that, you know, uh, this is not Sandra, this is Denise. And uh, so he mentions that he has candles for uh, for them that is lit. And so she checks the door and looks at the guy and the guy looks a little creepy and being like, how do you know my sister? And he's like, I live in 8B, B for Bob. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to remember how he says it. B for Bob, beeswax, blackout. And uh, and she at this point she closes like locks the second lock for the door so in case of you know he like breaks in you know at least that's holding it up and uh, so she says you know she asks him to leave the candles at the door and uh, he, he's like I don't blame you there's there's weirdos in the in the neighborhood <laughs> and that's you that that that's you uh, I when you said I don't blame there's uh, blame it that there's weirdos that is you. And so, um, you know, he leaves and uh, I love how Olivia is like, you should have told him to mind his beeswax. I just like, oh, that is so funny from a little girl like her. And so, um, you know, Denise was like, you know what? I'll have to give them that gross bottle food. And Olivia was like, wait, wait, stop. Winnie has an allergy to something, uh, is allergic to something. And Denise doesn't remember because she wasn't paying attention because I don't know. She just doesn't know how to take care of children because <laughs> allergies is like the number one thing that you do not want to mess up on because um, it's a life or death situation for someone if they have a major allergy um and so then denise was like oh, like i can't feed them until I, or I can't feed her until i know and so denise was like okay well i'll call sandra at the movies but she lost the number because she didn't think that it, she needed the number and so uh, Olivia suggests to call Claire because Claire has taken care of the twins before. And so uh, I guess she ends up calling. I don't know how that works. Uh, if the phone, does the phone just stay on when there's no power? Like, I don't, 
no because the phone that i like the home phone that my family has that they still have it turns off when the power is off now that i'm trying to think about it does it turn off that's a question that i i need to have answered let me know does the not your cell phone but like a home phone that is connected to a wall no wait a minute that doesn't make any sense because the phone it's not connected to the wall like if you unplug it if you take it out of the charger it's, it still works so i don't know um, unless I guess the the carrier shuts down, then that's a whole different situation. So I don't know. So I guess she ends up calling her, and um, uh, it's later on, and the twins are fed. Now they're sleeping, and Denise and Olivia eat their dinner. Uh, uh, what is left of their uh, with the or not with with the camp food that they have. And the power comes back on and everything goes off. The microwave, the blender, the whatever you call it, mixer thing, uh, the juicer. Um, and so then at this point, Sandra and Evelyn comes and arrives and just sees the mess. They, they, like go, they, they jump back and uh, not so happy about the whole situation. And so we're back at the Huxable house. And the first thing I've seen, uh, see in this uh, scene, which I've mentioned this before in other episodes, but I'm just going to keep mentioning it because, as I said, we we talk about the Cosby show not being a black show at times. It's more of a show about a family and that are just happen to be black. You know what I mean? Like, But it's not a black show like a different world or like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or like a living single, which I was, I've already talked about uh, multiple times this episode. It's not, they don't showcase much of the blackness of the black experience. And, but in this moment, you know, this is a black house because Galera Huxtable, it is, is she, she is reading Essence magazine. That, that, no, that is, so black that is i you know as i said i've and i've, I've talked about this with shawnee uh, it is a dream of mine for me to go to the essence fest festival in new orleans which is uh, probably the probably the best black festival to, to go to i think um for black uh women uh in in particular of course black men definitely should go because they they now are starting to have events for black men but it is like the place for me to like i really really want to go and so to see her be reading essence magazine i think the last time i was talking about it, she was reading ebony magazine like so she they they really put they they like if you don't notice these things then it's not like big but as like as we mentioned that the the paintings that they have the wall are made by black uh painters the you know the posters they have are of black people like it's like they they really showcase that. So it, this was just another thing I was just shocked to see. I'm like, oh my god, there's Essence magazine, and so uh, at this point, uh, Cliff gets uh, Claire to check his hand because he has a gray hair. We're back on this gray hair stuff, and Claire was like, this is natural. And so Claire was like, uh, Cliff was like, can I borrow the dye you use? implying that she dyes her hair uh you know her roots every because you know at this point of age i know uh claire is playing up to be an older person uh an older person in the show even though she's much younger than what her character is um but at this point in life you know this is the the time that uh gray hair comes in and you know i always thought to myself that like you know when you see like a lot of like celebrity or like just older people that you know you've known for a while 
and you never see gray hair but then you like see like a lot of the men have gray hair popping up and you're like I guess just women don't get gray hair and then for me for me I got my first gray strand I got when I was 17 so I was like like how is it how do these people uh, how are they lucky to and I realized they dye their hair black and so I was like oh and you really notice that during the pandemic when all everything shut down completely and you saw a lot of these celebrities go gray for a short period of time and then they end up going black but it's just it's it's you know it's just part of life it's uh you know i i hope that i will not be ashamed of my gray hair when i get older and i could rock it you know a person that in particular of a black filmmaker um that is rocking her gray hair uh it's not her hair's not gray it's like gray and black so she you know it's like highlights in a way you know the gray is the highlights of her hair is mara baraka keel who uh you know created girlfriends and the game and uh you know she's rocking the you know the gray highlights and uh you know i love it i love i love seeing that and i hope that is a trend going forward but in this case, you know, you know, Claire has to be professional. And, and back in the day, this is, you know, I, as I said, you know how I'm saying that I want to do, I'm trying to do my own short films. I have a short film idea about professionalism of black hair, uh, not only specifically about black hair, but the, there's a part that talks about black hair. And, you know, it's apparently not professional for a woman in the courtroom to have gray hair. So, you know, she got dyed all the time, you know, um, uh, and speaking of this, actually, it's been a big issue here in Canada, which I don't think any of my American listeners would care about. But uh, one of our uh, newsca- what do you call it? News- newscaster, news reporter on uh, uh, the news channel CTV, which is like a- an equivalent to like if you're Amer- if you're an American listener, it's probably equivalent to like um, an ABC or NBC kind of channel. Uh, but anyways uh she uh went gray i guess starting from the pandemic she went gray and then they fired her uh so it's a still an issue to this day and as i realized i have uh, digressed from what i was really supposed to be talking about and claire is like no i do not dye my hair i highlight my hair and he's like well can i get the highlight dye <laughs> And so uh, at this point, this is when everyone arrives. When I mean everyone, I'm talking about like Sandra, Elvin, Denise, and the kids. And uh, so the electricity is off again and probably will not come back tomorrow. And this just happens to be the only house that they could find that has electricity. And, uh, you know, and also the fact that, you know, their apartment is a mess with all the food. So it's going to take another day for them to clean it. And, uh, Cliff and Claire were like thinking like should we know what happened and they're like yeah but we'll let you know in the morning because they want to go to bed and so they all go up and at this point Cliff is like I don't want to see any babies in my bed and then all of a sudden we hear kids uh, the babies crying and he's like see this is what makes gray hair babies make my <laughs> they are the ones that uh, create gray hair on me and uh, Cliff and Claire decide to end up sleeping in the basement. And that's how we end the episode. Um, so we had a few guest stars. Uh, I don't think I'm going to say this guy's name's, this ni- his name right. But we have Rainon uh, Sinane. Oh my god, I'm saying that so wrong. There's probably an easier way to say it. But he is Bob, B-O-B. Um, um, he, I, 
the only thing I really noticed from his credits is My Cousin Vinny, um, but he has 77 credits to his name, so he is a known actor. He's acted for such a long time. Uh, and then for the twins, we have, so uh, we have the, re- the reoccurring, they came back, Dominique and Monique Reynolds. That's a, cr- like, you know how a lot of people that have uh, twins, they tend to have their um, twins' name to be similar. Like, I've, I grew up with these two girls who um, had some, it starts with, they're, both their names starts with C, and they're so similar, and like, you know, if you didn't know them very well, you wouldn't know who's who. But yeah, so we, it's so weird to hear that. So Dominique and Monique Reynolds as Winnie Thibodeau. But we have new uh, set of twins for Nelson Thibodeau. We have Chris Griggs, uh, or Griggs. I don't know how to say it. I don't know. If, I probably am saying that wrong. Griggs? 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 I don't know. Um, so they, and he and his twin brother Clayton will be back for four more episodes this season. So they are staying on. Uh, I don't know what happened to the lot. I, I don't remember what's happened to the other set of twins. They must have not. They probably just got fired. Um, you know, they had a short career in acting, I guess. Um, but Chris. OK, so for uh, I'll start with Clayton. Clayton, uh, this is his uh, the cause he shows the only credit to his name. He doesn't do anything else with acting or anything in the film industry. But Chris, uh, he works in the camera crew uh, for shows like Grand Crew, I Love That For You, um, and has done his own shorts. Uh, so, And he's done also grip work, which I, if, for those that are not in the film world, you probably don't know what gripping is. Uh, I didn't know what it was until like my 10th show of working and be like, oh, that's what a grip does. They really help uh, the camera department uh, with anything that they need, basically. So, um, so yeah, so he, it seems like he wants to become a filmmaker, maybe a DP one day. I, it's just based on his credits. I don't know much about him, but, uh, he's no longer in the, in front of the camera. He is behind the camera. Um, so it's cool to see that. Um, and I wonder if, like, he ever tells his coworkers about his experience on the Cosby Show, which I guess he probably won't remember, like, they he was so young back then, so... I don't know, but uh, that is the end of this episode. So I don't know what my plan is. I don't know if we're going to go with the way I scheduled all these episodes. Uh, as I said, uh, my schedule is uh, a little crazy. Um, the I have a few, the next couple episodes, I, I will plan to record with Shawnee, but it's all based on my schedule, so it's it's going to be hard. Uh, but we will try to get it to you as soon as possible. Uh, the next episode that I hope to publish, but may not be, uh, is A Different World Season 3, Episode 6, Delusions of Daddyhood. And that would be with Shawnee. So hopefully that comes out. If not, then the next published one will be another Cosby Show episode, which will be uh, Season 6, Episode 7, Shall We Dance? And yeah, and that is the end of the episode. And I'll talk to you all. I will talk to you all on the next one. Bye.